0: Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be effort, confidence, wisdom and success. Well, I've got two emails that I'm going to go through with you. The first one is from a guy who's 36 years old. He's a virgin. He just had his first date a few months ago and he says he suffered from depression and social anxiety his whole life. He's making progress but yet he just feels like he's trying to climb Mount Everest. So he asked my opinion on what he can do to grow his comms because the other thing is he doesn't know what his purpose is in life. He hasn't figured that out yet. He's like, hey, how can I attract women if I don't even know what the hell I'm here to do in life? And the second one is from a guy who I think he was 51 years old and he shares a great success story of how applying my work in a short period of time has completely transformed every area of his life, his success with women and skyrocketed. His confidence great way to finish up the email newsletter or the video newsletter, I should say. So a quote that I wrote on this topic, and then we're going to go through the first guy's email. And the quote says, The most essential component to feeling successful in life is feeling like you are making progress towards accomplishing your grandest goals and dreams. If you are not taking action and moving towards what you want in life, even if it's just doing research to figure out what that is, You will not feel like you are making any progress. This will sap your energy, confidence and happiness and your will to live. The simple difference between those who eventually succeed and reach their full potential and those who don't is making an effort by taking action even if it's imperfect action. Taking action gives you results. Results give you experience. Experience builds your confidence incrementally and gives you wisdom to base future actions upon. Movement creates a perception of progress. Therefore, when you don't feel like taking action because life feels hopeless, that's when you must force yourself to get off your ass and move. Successful people move even when they don't feel like it. Unsuccessful people make excuses and play it safe. When people tell you to be realistic and encourage you to settle, they're telling you their story not yours that's something to think about all of us no matter what area of your life that you want to improve we all have to deal with people that try to tell us that we need to be realistic and to settle and you got to ignore those people you're going to have to tune them out because they're not going to do anything to help you get to where you want to be because by getting you to settle and in essence adopt the story that they tell themselves. You then take it, take that story, that becomes your life, and then they don't feel so bad about the fact that they're settling in being realistic. So let's get into the first guy's email. He says, Dear Cory, I'm a 36-year-old virgin who has never had a girlfriend and suffers from social anxiety and depression. I'm hoping that you can give me some advice and encouragement to help me turn my life around. I have already begun to take many steps forward but often feel like I'm trying to climb Mount Everest. Well, I mean quite frankly, that's everything I've ever set out to do in life. That's what it's always felt like. That same feeling – because I, when, I, when you grow up in a family like I did where you don't get any hugs, you don't get any I love yous, you get the crap beat out of you when you're doing something wrong or you get ignored. You develop within you this feeling of always wanting something that you never get and that can either help you or it can hinder you depending upon what meaning that you assign to it so i could have let that hold me back and ruin my life or i could have said fuck this noise i'm going to figure out how to get the things that i want in life that was just something that i decided when i was young i decided that the standards that i saw in my own family were not acceptable and I wanted to better myself. I wanted better quality relationships. I wanted better quality friendships. I mean, quite frankly, my parents, they didn't have any friends. Uh, and it was part of the fact that my mother was a, a psychotic schizophrenic that later really manifested itself when I was nineteen, but that was part of the disease, pushing everybody away. And my dad, he just went along with everything. He was a pleaser. And so therefore, the way I looked at things was that I was not – I didn't like the standards that I saw in my family and I wanted to better myself. And It's like every business that I've ever built, for those of you that are an entrepreneur or whether it's going to college or when I was still trying to figure out how to date the kind of women that I wanted, it felt like something that was just never going to happen. But the one thing that I did and just like I shared in the quote in the beginning of the video, I always took action even when I didn't feel like it. I mean there were days where I was lazy and said fuck it and I was not motivated and I didn't do anything and that's going to happen. That's okay. But the idea is that most of the time when you feel that way, you take action. When you don't feel like working out, take action and go work out. I've personally found in my own life, every time I went and worked out even when I didn't feel like it, I always feel better because when you get oxygen moving in your body, when your muscles move, when you have cardio exercise that you're doing, that moves your lymphatic system, that gets the oxygen throughout the body, that, that moves the nutrients throughout your body, and it removes the waste. You're physically going to feel better when you do that. And When you're sitting around feeling sorry for yourself or looking at this giant mountain that you have to climb, it's all a result of taking baby steps, inch by inch, millimeter, by millimeter i remember earlier today i was thinking i mean this guy is 36 and that was right around the time that i decided to become a life coach and get out of the business the real estate and mortgage and construction industry where i was making about half a million dollars a year to become a life coach write a book i didn't know how i was going to make the business succeed i just knew that with enough time eventually i would figure it out and i incorrectly assumed going to take me a year and a half, two years. I'm going to be right back to where I was because I'm awesome. Look at all the success that I've had. Wrong. It took twice as long. And Several years later when I'm 39 years old and fucking sleeping on my dad's couch because of the choices that I had made that I'm going to figure this out, I chose to wait tables part-time so I could earn enough money so I could keep paying my, keep my pay-per-click campaigns going, keep paying my web developers. My business was making money but – I was dumping pretty much every penny that I was making back into the business because I was always – in six months, I'm going to be out of here. and I just remember it was like, it's like day after day just thinking to myself, I got to get out of here. I fucking got to get off this fucking couch. I have to get out of here. I mean it, it's not pleasant to go from living in a million-dollar lake house to sleep on your fucking dad's couch and basically having your clothes and your car and your computer and those are those all my worldly possessions because I had liquidated everything. I sold everything because I knew it was going to take time to figure out my new business model. I just didn't know it was going to take me four, four and a half years to figure that out. And I remember when I was in the real estate mortgage business, we had this nice office building. The business was growing and it was steadily, incrementally growing, but it was never fast enough. And It's like something I've been dealing with my whole life is that feeling like I'm never going to get there. It's fucking hopeless. It's pointless. And then when you got people chirping in your ear and going, oh, that's a stupid idea. You should go back and do what you're doing before. You should be realistic. You should go out and get a regular job. You should do this. You should do that. And I tune, you, know, you have to tune those people out. But yet they're constantly chirping in your ear. Nowadays, those same people are going, dude, that's awesome. We got to hang out, man. It's really great what you've accomplished. That's just the way it is. It's something I'll probably struggle with for the rest of my life. But the point being is we all as human beings, we have to deal with that. We have to deal with the feeling of life seeming like it's hopeless sometimes or like we're never going to get to where we want to be. Most people, they're too uncomfortable with that feeling. And One of the things that Tony Robbins said many years ago was that your comfort zone is where you're most uncomfortable. And because of the upbringing that I had, the environment that I grew up in, I grew up feeling extremely Uncomfortable. So that was normal to me. And that's why I've been able to persevere and keep moving forward even when it felt like I was never going to get to where I wanted to be. It's something I've struggled with every area of my life, whether it was working out or my relationships or the friendships that I had or growing businesses from an idea and a concept to the point where it's a multimillion-dollar business. And like I said, we all have to deal with it successful people move and take action no matter what unsuccessful people when they make excuses and they jump through their butt in order to play it safe and get to a place where things feel comfortable and they settle and so they're miserable and it's not until they get towards the end of their lives that they realize holy fuck i have spent my whole life playing it safe and i've never accomplished the things that i wanted to. i've never dated the quality of people that I wanted to date, I've never had the kind of friendships I want. I've never been able to travel and do the things that I really wanted. And when you get to the end of your life, you're out of time. Like this, guy, the success story I've mean, never The guy's fifty-one years old. You're never too late. It's you're never too old to become the person you were meant to be. I mean, despite all the success that I had in business, I mean, at thirty-six years old, I basically wiped the slate, took the etch-a-sketch, shook it, erased everything from my life. And completely started all over, and that's the beauty when you do things like that. Nothing's holding you back. You can completely become who you, whoever you want to be. So it's not a bad thing. The good thing is, is, at 36 years old, you've woken up. You're studying my work, the things I teach. If you apply them in time, you will get better. And you don't have to go through that grueling learning experience that I went from. You can learn from all the mistakes that I've made. And all the years of coaching and self-help that I've been studying and I've been teaching and applying successfully helping people, thousands of people all over the world every year do this stuff. So in time, as long as you make consistent effort, you will get there. You will make progress. So he says, first, let me tell you a little bit more about myself. I was shy as a child. So was I. Which as I got older developed into crippling social anxiety and low self-esteem. Well, when you, if you talk to girls that I went to high school with, they'll all you – know, like when I see them at reunions and stuff, they're like, you were so quiet in high school. They all say that that was their perception of me. But a lot of time, a lot of repetition, a lot of going out with my friends. I, I used alcohol a lot when I was in my 20s to overcome this stuff, overcome my anxiety of talking to pretty girls. It's like I was nervous as fuck around them. Even like my prom date I wrote about in my book, my senior prom, I had a a girlfriend of mine who I later realized had a crush on me. She set me up with one of her friends because I, I just didn't have the balls to approach anybody back then. It was terrible and I felt horrible. I didn't feel like a fucking man. I had my friends. They're dating, having relationships, having girlfriends. I couldn't even get a fucking date. I overcame all that though eventually with time. Although I've always had friends growing up, I barely talked to any girls. During during college, I majored in computer science even though I wasn't really interested in it because I thought it was a safe choice and wouldn't force me too far outside of my narrow comfort zone. Well, like Tony Robbins said, your comfort zone is where you're most uncomfortable. In other words, you're going to grow the most and achieve the most the more you can become comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's incredibly uncomfortable at 39 years old after making all that money and having all that success, being on TV, where you, anywhere you go, people know you, to sleep on your dad's fucking couch and waiting tables in a shitty fucking sports bar. That's really humbling. But it was my choice. My best thinking got me there. And I was willing to do it because I didn't want anything to interfere in my coaching practice. Because if I was working a regular job, I wouldn't be able to coach people during the day. That's why I was willing to do it, adapt, improvise, overcome, compensate. That was just the path I took. I was willing to suffer for a period of time for the payoff and my business has grown tremendously over the last seven, eight years. I mean my YouTube channel is blowing up. I mean if you look at the positive reviews that I have on Amazon.com and the Store and all the people that post testimonials and success stories and the comments under my YouTube videos, it's really amazing. It's a really great supportive community that we're all building together. And anytime a jackass shows up, they get muted and they just become another guy outside yelling at clouds, if you will. After college, I had trouble finding a job in my field because I wasn't passionate about it. Yeah, it's really hard to convince somebody that they should hire you when you're just not excited about the job in the first place. After years of working at jobs I didn't like, I reached my low point when I quit my IT job due to anxiety and became a part-time janitor at age 32. I spent the next three years working as a janitor until earlier this year when I finally decided to get help. Well, good for you. You obviously got to a point in your life where you were just like, I'm fucking tired of living this way. This fucking sucks. And I've had that every time I've gotten to a place in my life. Where I didn't have the same internal enthusiasm for, for what I was once doing, whether it was a company I was working for in my 20s or the successful multi million dollar business that I have with my business partners, when I wasn't excited and I wasn't jazzed about getting up and going to work every day, and, every day and doing what I was doing, I knew it was time to make a change. And I would do that because it felt physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually painful to just ignore that feeling and continue on, which is unfortunately what most people do. I started seeing a therapist for my issues, and after a few months, I got a new job in the IT field. Good for you, dude. Although I'm not passionate about my work, the job has forced me to meet lots of people and work on my social skills. That's what I noticed Like when I was – I was thinking about this earlier today. When I was 18, my senior year in high school, I think it was like around January, about four, four or five months before I graduated, I got a job at this place. It was called Cisco's Chicken. It was like um, it was like grilled chicken, Mexican-style stuff. The food was pretty good. It was like I had to clean bathrooms. It was just, it was just a dirty-ass job. There's fucking grease everywhere. It was just – it sucked. I worked there for about three months. I was like, I want to make more money than this. I mean, it was fun because I was working with some friends of mine. But I went and got a job at this place called Service Merchandise working in the retail field. wore a tie every day, nice dress shirts. It was a much cleaner environment to work in. Plus I I made more money. But it's like working those kinds of jobs gave me the ability to interact with other people in customer service. And later on when I turned 21 and I became a bartender, it forces you to interact with other people. And when you work in jobs like that, you're talking to people that are nice. You're talking to people that are assholes. You're talking to really beautiful women. You're talking to really ugly women. You're talking to really cool and interesting people. And those are great experiences especially when you're young to build and develop your social skills especially if you have a problem like this guy has had with interacting with other people. It forces you to become better. And so when I would go out and party with my friends because I was used to talking to people all day long what I did for a living and all, at night when I was tending bar, I mean it made things a lot easier to, come up, to overcome my shyness to the point where it wasn't a big deal. But my problem at the time in my twenties was I still when I would encounter a woman that I liked, I just talked to her right out of liking me because I didn't know any better. Then a few months ago, I went on my first date ever with a girl I met online. That's awesome, dude. That gives you experience. When you get when you have experiences like that, little by little, that builds your confidence. This was before I read your book, so I know I made a lot of mistakes, but we went out to dinner, then out dancing. I had the time of my life and spent the night at her place. We didn't have sex, and I never saw her again. But it was still an amazing night. Well, just think about that. Next time, if you read the book 10 to 15 times, when you're in that situation, you'll be able to seduce her successfully. There was a. You should definitely check out a video newsletter I did. I don't know, Maybe it's been a year at this point. It was a guy, a young guy, who was living in his car. I think he was like 21, 22 years old. He was a you know, aspiring musician. He works out at a gym, takes showers at a gym and he lives in his fucking car and he lost his virginity in, in the car and he had like this three-hour sex marathon with this girl because he got himself prepared ahead of time. And I think the name of the video newsletter was called Women Who Make It Easy. This girl really liked him. She approached him while he was playing his guitar in the street. He followed things textbook in my book and he seduced her in the back seat of his car. He's a young kid didn't matter that he was a virgin because he did the things that i taught in the video how men can have multiple orgasm she didn't know she had one of the greatest probably the greatest sexual experience of her life with that guy and more than likely she probably still didn't know that that was his first time because he certainly didn't seem like a guy that had no experience so it really doesn't fucking matter despite the progress that i've made however it's hard for me to really believe things can change after being this way for so long again it doesn't matter that's just a story that you tell yourself I am most insecure about having never been in a relationship before well I mean at the end of the day if it comes up it's all how you tell it the spin you put on it just say yeah dated a lot but I just haven't found somebody I haven't found the right girl that's all you really got to say. Then you just change the subject. It's not a big deal. If you're hanging out, you're having fun and you're hooking up with a girl and you're giving her a good time and she's feeling good about you, she's not gonna care. She's gonna project those high feelings of attraction onto you. I feel like any girl would reject me if they knew that. And even if they do, so what? Next. You had a date and you were able to go back to her place in your first date. That's that's pretty impressive, dude. Shouldn't beat yourself up over that. I know the first date I ever went on, I certainly didn't go back to her house the first night and things turned out okay for me. I know you preach being mysterious and letting the girl do most of the talking, but eventually you have to talk about yourself and I don't know how to put a positive spin on the things that I've been through. It doesn't matter. Think about it this way. If it's not positive and it's not going to make you look confident and sexy and attractive, it doesn't need to be brought up. It's not a big deal. Hey, I moved around a lot, met a lot of different people, just haven't really found like I, felt like I found the right girl for me and I'm not willing to settle and if it takes me 10 more years before I find the right girl to live happily ever after, I'm cool with that. That's all you have to say to a woman. That shows, that communicates that you have high standards and you're not apologetic for where you come from. You're proud of yourself. You Be proud of what you've went, gone through and what you've overcome. You also talk about being masculine and having a purpose in life, yet my career is not yet in line with my passions and my purpose. I recognize the need for me to start heading in a new direction according to what my passions are, but in the meantime, how can I be masculine and attractive to women when I'm not yet living my purpose or do not yet have a clear vision of what that is? As long as you're making progress, you have to at least be doing research and exploring things that you're interested in. I've done several articles. All you have to do is Google Corey Wayne Discovering Your Purpose. And If you scroll down to the bottom of that article, there's a tag in blue. If you click that, it will bring up the three, four, five different articles and videos that I've done over the years on taking you through how to discover what that is. And When you find it, you'll know. But at least – I mean keep your job obviously that you're working because that pays the bills and it helps you in your social interactions but you should be looking to figure out what your, your purpose is on the side. And as long as you're making progress and you're studying these things, that's gonna make you feel more masculine and happy. But if you just keep working a job that you're not enjoying, you're not doing any kind of research, you're not gonna feel like you're making much progress in your life. And that's gonna sap your will to live, that's gonna sap your enthusiasm, that's not gonna help your confidence. The idea is as long as you feel like you're making progress, you're going to feel confident and that's the most important thing You know, because it may take you 10 years to ultimately get the job or the career or the business that you want once you figure out what that is. It's, again, you got to think when it comes to succeeding, whether being an entrepreneur or having a great career, you got to think in terms of decades. It takes at least 10 years. Guys like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates – Larry Ellis, I mean the richest people, most successful people in the world. If you look at their stories, it's a 10-year – I mean you look at Mark Zuckerberg. It took him 10 years to build that into a billion-dollar company. It's not like it's an overnight success. People don't become an overnight success. By the time you hear about somebody that's really successful, they've been at it for at least a decade or more. I don't know any story and any successful person that I've researched in my life that literally started something and and six months later they were multi-multi-millionaire. I'm sure they're out there, but it's not because they started the business and six months later they were successful. There was a lot of research and a lot of discovery in who they were and what they wanted that ultimately led up to that. There's never anybody that became an overnight success. There's a lot of time, whether it's going to school or studying or working bullshit jobs. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And by the time you found, you hear about somebody that's really successful, they've been at it for at least a decade or more. And it, you just have to accept the fact that it's going to take you at least 10 years or longer to get from where you are right now to where you ultimately want to be. But at least as long as you're taking incremental steps and making progress, you will get there. Of that much, I am sure. And again, read the book. Apply it, keep moving forward, keep going out on dates. And it doesn't matter. Each woman that you go out with, you're gonna get a little better. And if a guy that's homeless and living in his car and living off playing in the street, if he can do it, if he can seduce a woman in the back of his car in a fucking park somewhere, I mean come on. You got a job in the IT field, a nice steady job that has a steady paycheck, you got a place to live, you're way ahead of where that dude was. I mean, come on. So let's go through the second email. This guy says, hi, Corey. I know you must get a lot of emails along these lines, but I just wanted to say thank you. Well, you're welcome. I have read your book at least 10 times. Remember, every time I have a really good success story, are the people that do the best, they've read the book a minimum of 10 times or more. I read your book at least 10 times and sometimes I reread sections to help reinforce things. That's why he's successful. He, you learn the fundamentals and you learn the principles that way. The guy. Every time I do a phone session with somebody or I do email coaching with somebody, they're making excuses about not reading the book or they're trying to substitute watching videos here and there. You're not going to be as successful as you could be if you skip reading the book. That's just a fact of life. You have to put the time in. there are absolutely no shortcuts to success. I am 51 years of age and I have had three long-term relationships. I used to settle all the time. Then didn't realize years later I had made a huge mistake. That's pretty much how most people are that you are going to encounter in life. They settle and they make excuses for it and everybody that they know, they try to get them to do the same thing. Like attracts like. Misery really does love company. Nowadays I have an abundance of choice and the women I date are seriously nines or tens. My confidence has grown as a result. So much so that fear is almost completely absent when I engage with beautiful women. It's always going to be there a, a little bit in the back of your mind. You're always going to have a little bit of, of, I don't say hesitation, but a little bit of unease. But that's a good thing. If you Once you've done it over and over and over and over and over again, repetition is the mother of skill. And the bottom line, when you walk away from any encounter, as long as you put yourself out there, it doesn't mean... It doesn't matter whether you crash and burn or not. As long as you make the effort and you put yourself out there, that's a victory. That's a win and you should be proud of that. This confidence extends to other parts of my life. My business is going well and I have plans to expand it further. Well, the more successful you become with women, the more you're going to feel like you want to expand in your business and your career. That's just part of masculine energy and most guys never experience that. Most guys even if they have a woman in their life or even if they're married they're they're not with the kind of person or the caliber of person that they really feel they want and they deserve because most people they're they're worried they fear the future fear is the biggest robber of our dreams and at the end of the day fear it only exists in the mind but people make excuses and they don't take any action and then unfortunately it's not until they get towards the end of their lives where they realize damn i wish i would take more risks don't be one of those people. I'm glad you found your calling in life and thank you for your insights and help to improve mine. Well, you know what? Thanks for learning the things I teach and helping yourself because not only are you changing yourself, but you're influencing every single human being that you encounter in life to be better. Your confidence and your presence gives other people around you, they can't, Because what's interesting, and I learned this through network chiropractic care, is people will always entrain with the higher, more efficient vibration. And when you're confident, when you're in a peaceful and relaxed state, when you're happy, when you feel like you're making progress towards the things you want in life, you're going to feel really good. And it's just like the same effect when a really confident alpha male or alpha female walks into the room. Everybody wants to hang out with that person. Everybody wants to be around that person. Everybody wants to be in the VIP area with the successful, wealthy people that are able to get the things that they want in life. And when you feel like you're able as a human being to get what you want in life, even if it's eventual success, even though you might not be experiencing the kind of success that you want right now, you're giving off the same vibe that really successful people do and it's amazing the effect. You radiate that out. Everybody picks up on that. You behave as the most dominant person in the room and success, choices, all those things will come to you in droves. What you focus on expands in life. The more successful you become, the happier you become, the more you're going to draw like-minded people to you. It's just a fact of life. It's the way it is. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.